Welcome to the Vast Institute's A Taste of Original Thinking podcast series. My name is Michelle Sherman, and we are happy to be here today to discuss with you personal responsibility. Vast believes that becoming more successful at being authentic, you will create an amazing quality of life and a quality of life of those for those around you. Today we have fresh insights uh, and approaches to share. That is why we call this original thinking. Our favorite thought leader, Albert Einstein, said, we cannot solve our problems at the same level of thinking we used when we created them. This podcast is our commitment to showing that there are other ways of solving problems. There are much more uh, compassionate, intellectually gifted ways of making things happen than we have uh, that are beyond our imagination. And so if something's beyond our imagination, we have to work on becoming an original thinker. Have you ever been stuck? while trying to solve an intractable problem? Well, it's because our minds flow like rivers. They go where they have been before. This curriculum is designed to liberate you from the unwanted eddies of of life and self-awareness, optimism, consciousness studies, authenticity. We want leaders, we want who are emotionally intelligent. We want to be supportive. The fact that we're all human beings doing our very best And if we could improve our approach, our skill sets, the outcomes will be much greater. Original thinking. Original thinking is an important part of how we will solve today's problems. And personal responsibility, what I do matters is the vast tagline, is one of the key components. So personal responsibility. Why do we have what I do matters as our tagline. Why is it that important? I want people to understand that it's not easy taking responsibility for your choices and your actions, but when you do, it makes life work more smoothly. You're able to create rules of the road. You're able to make agreements with people, and then in keeping those agreements, you're able to build trust. When you build trust, you can create synergy and outcomes that are beyond your imagination. And it's a wonderful thing because uh, I remember growing up, I'm one of those people that has always been extremely uh, committed to honesty. It just felt right. It was hard for me to lie and it was hard for me to tell people things that weren't true. It made me uncomfortable and ill. Not everybody's wired that way. I'm not or posing it as a morality issue. I'm posing it as a, it just was hard for me to fib and lie. And uh, people could tell on my face, and it was one of those things. So honesty is something that's kind of hardwired into me. It's practical. And keeping my word to the best of my ability has been important. Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't, but I'm always willing to take responsibility for it. And what I want to say is, as a result, people learn to trust you. They learn to trust that you will pay your bills. They learn to trust that you will pick them up and take them to the airport. They learn to trust that you will be thinking of solving that problem that you promised. And so I have always subscribed to wanting to keep my word to the best of my ability and be impeccable with it. That is just one example of personal responsibility. Personal responsibility is only available to those people who understand that they have an impact on the world, that their actions have intended and unintended consequences, that each of us in going about our day and 
driving or walking or or staying right physical distance from the people that we care about, the people we're supporting, whatever we're doing, if we can be trusted then at, to do what we say we're going to do, then people can then go about and make assumptions. They can make assumptions and they can make it work. It's much better for each of us to know what we can count on and who has our back. People who want to improve the world, and I have to say, you need to own it, whether you're an adult human being who wants to improve the world or exploit it. I've had a lot of people my whole life, because of my pension for honesty, say to me, hey, you know what, Michelle? Everybody does it. Everybody cheats on this. Everybody cheats on that. Everybody does this. Everybody does that. And it just, you know, I'm not perfect and I've made mistakes, but golly gee willikers to intentionally hurt or harm someone and is just not my style. So I would consider myself to be an improver. So people who want to improve the world understand that when they take personal responsibility, they are taking personal responsibility so they can enhance the quality of life on the planet. They can enhance the quality of the world that they touch and who's around them. And then there are folks who like to exploit and not keep their word. And that's where chaos prevails. When I'm working with clients and business associates, I'm always wanting to work with people who keep their word or renegotiate it. So with that in mind, it's important to, to decide whether you're someone who wants to improve a situation or what your motives are. Because in understanding your motives, making yourself look good, making somebody else look good, whatever the motives are, you are able to then take responsibility for it. And you can make new choices anytime you want. The thing about folks who exploit people believing that they should keep their word is they have a tendency to blame other people. And there's a certain level of self-awareness that we each must decide and choose for ourselves in order to take responsibility. And I did some research and found out that it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. There are gentlemen from Stanford University who did research and realized that there's a cognitive bias in which people with low ability at a particular task overestimate that ability. And so it's like an illusion of superiority and it comes from inability to recognize their lack of ability. So it, what I'm saying is there are some people who are so preoccupied or so poorly prepared for situations that they don't realize how poorly they're doing. And one of the interpretations of the uh, research is that you have to be intellectual enough or you have to have a certain level of intellect in order to understand that you might not understand something. And so this explains why there are folks on the planet and folks in your life and folks in the neighborhood and folks on, uh, in your business and folks at the PTA and folks in your neighborhood association who may not know anything about anything, but whenever given the opportunity, go out of their way to explain to you how they know better than you do. And they might, but they might also be someone who is unable to identify what they're talking about and how to approach it. And so you need to have a certain level of commitment and self-awareness to be aware of what you're responsible for and what you're not responsible for. And so we at the Vast Institute care very much about people wanting to go from that lack of understanding to becoming understanding of what is theirs to do. 
And that's, that's how you do it. So how do people go about taking responsibility? And, and I think it should be a joyful endeavor. For those of us who care and understand that our actions have implications, that we are powerful, uh, and take pride and joy in the fact that, you know, what we do in the world uh, affects others, ourselves, our families, our community. Well, we make more intentional choices. I believe we make choices that include the welfare of others because we've taken a moment to think about it. So, for example, in, in front of my home, I'm responsible for making sure that even though it's the city street, it's in front of my home, so I take responsibility for cleaning it up when it snows and it, there's ice. Now, I am a good neighbor. I wouldn't want anyone to hurt themselves or harm themselves. That's I'm taking responsibility for it. Sometimes we take responsibility for things that are not ours, and other times we take responsibility for things that we should. Or don't take responsibility for things that we should. It's, uh, it's one of those human opportunities to learn on an ongoing basis. So when you do choose to take personal responsibility, what that does for you is that allows you to then track whether or not you have kept your word to yourself. And in keeping your word to yourself and to others, you build self-trust. And once you build self-trust, you are on your way to creating a much better quality of life. So you need to define, first thing you need to do if you want to be personally responsible, is to find what you want to be responsible for. Do you want to be responsible for building a bridge? <laughs> Do you want to be responsible for caring about the people or feeding the people in your community? Do you want to be responsible for yourself and nothing else? Do you want to be responsible for yourself and after you are cared for, be responsible to make sure you enhance the quality of life in your neighborhood. Well, you get to decide what you want to be responsible for and how you will go about doing that. For example, I pay my bills and I, I just don't have to be concerned. I know that I'm responsible. Uh, when I've been in the situation where I've not been able to pay them, I have had to renegotiate them in my life. And people have been very kind and understanding. And I can say that I have kept my word and I have been able to take care of my obligations. I'm very proud of that. That's something I take pride in. And also, you know, when you know what you're responsible for, you know what you're not responsible for. When people try to blame or foist their opinions on you, for example, the whole concept of if a woman wears a skirt over her knee, is she responsible for somebody attacking her? No, absolutely not. Wearing a skirt is not the same as somebody violently engaging with you. Those are very different. But if you don't take responsibility for your actions, then you can start blaming people. You can blame people for a variety of things. And blame is usually something that we do when we are uncomfortable taking responsibility. So whenever someone blames someone, it's because they are not brave enough to take responsibility, uncomfortable for taking responsibility, or have a worldview where they are the eternal victim. And we all have been victimized. I'm not in any way saying that that is untrue. So if you do take responsibility and you do clean up your own mess, what is it that you have in store for you? Well, let me tell you that when you keep your word, you take responsibility and you clean up your own mess and you include people in that, people start trusting you and you start trusting yourself. And all of a sudden, you're able to accomplish much greater outcomes. 
And you have gone from being just an individual to being what I would call an influencer. Influencers are people that can be counted on. They're influencers of all types, but the type of influencer is somebody who has a great reputation, which is another conversation, knows what they want, and is willing to take responsibility. So if you have a reputation for keeping your word, congratulations. If you have a reputation for being brutally honest, even when people don't want to hear it in a gentle and kind, respectful way, congratulations. If you have a reputation for a variety of things that are encouraging, congratulations. And if you have a reputation for things that are negative, well, at least we know who we're dealing with. Personal responsibility is about being a good human being on the planet and how to improve the quality of life by just knowing that what you do matters. So we've built the vast institute around that premise that what I do matters. This idea and original thinking is about, it's, it's a piece of a mosaic that will improve the quality of your life. If you'd like more information, please join us at VAST Institute, www.vastinstitute.com. Subscribe to our newsletter. We have monthly meetings and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you.